Rolling out now for an epic night Dressed to the nines, all stars in sight But to their fright, they can't get inside And on the guest list, well, check it twice Can't get in, Rev's anger ignited MK's heart stop, can't revive it Bouncer saying, hey, let's not get excited They yell back, how are we not invited? of how are we not invited hi mary kate hi rebecca i'm so excited for this episode because we're doing something a little different i'm sure you guys noticed in episode one of season two that we got right into our interview with our film friend kevin lang and we didn't do our usual gabbing first but We did that because we are going to be having episodes where we just gab. How are we not invited hangouts? Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like this gives like a little bit of something for everybody where they get to like hang out with their two BFFs. Best friends fucking forever. (laughs) Yes, BFFs. Me and Rebecca. Yes. And like also you get your awesome production folks on the other side. And a lot of our talks are going to be still surrounding like pop culture, stuff happening in the entertainment world. Cause like that's what we love as well. Mm-hmm. Might be some personal stuff thrown in there. Exactly. Um, so we're going to pick, um, we're going to do hot topics of the week, generally probably trending in the film industry or the entertainment world. And Mary Kate's going to pick her favorite trending topic of the week and I'm going to pick my favorite trending topic of the week and we're going to talk about it and hopefully you guys might learn something or maybe it's something that you're excited to hear about and talk about too and if you guys have anything you want us to talk about you can let us know yes because it doesn't just have to be about what we want to talk about no this is again we'll talk about hanging out with your bffs yeah so <laughs> we're here for you yeah so i guess let's jump into it um just to start maybe we'll give a little update since we really haven't given personal updates in a while so mary kate do you want to give us a quick life update life updates yeah i mean so i school has been incredibly busy i am i don't know if our listeners know this but i'm currently interning at Viacom CBS, uh, working on the Paramount Plus team. And that has been really awesome, but I also am totally overwhelmed and I'm constantly doing homework because of I'm also taking a full course loads, but I'm graduating in a couple of weeks. Oh my God. Insane. I have a job offer that I don't know if I'm going to take. So I won't go into too many details about that, but it's actually outside of the industry, um, which is kind of crazy. It could give me some pathways to get back to the industry eventually, but like, yeah, I don't, we'll see it's in consulting. So that I'll leave it at that, but it's exciting, but I don't know. It feels very strange. I've been doing entertainment for a decade and you know, the possibility of like not doing that and like in a very selfish way and this is going to sound so shallow but it's really it's a good talking point when you say like oh yeah what do you do I work for Netflix I worked on a show for Warner Brothers I worked on Marvel whatever people are like whoa so cool what do you do as opposed to being like what do you do I'm a consultant oh 
Okay. I know. <laughs> you know, I get it. It's like an exciting talking point. Like you can people, there's follow-up questions when you tell people you work in film. Oh, what yes. movie? What movies have you done? What actors have you? And then you like can tell fun stories and it's like exciting to get people like excited about what you do. It makes you feel like, you know, yeah. more um, content with what you're doing because you're like, oh, it sounds cool. And people really love it. Like people, right? like you're doing a thing that people always have some connection to, almost always. Because everybody, most people watch television and film. Exactly, exactly. So it would be a departure from that, which I don't know. I got to wrap my head around it, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. So yeah. Well, we'll be waiting for you to decide. That's exciting though. Could be like a total life pivot. Yeah, or at least- temporarily I'm hoping like my end goal is still to stay in entertainment and this would just be um a path to like getting some more corporate stuff under my belt Mm -hmm. so that when I come back into entertainment I can work in the kinds of roles that I want to do so it could be it could be great so we'll see okay well I'm I'm excited excited to hear how it plays out I love it thank you what are you up to? Well, I am working on a Marvel reshoot here in Los Angeles. Um, I've been on it for about a month and a half. I can't say what it is, unfortunately, but it's a big one. And they shot the main shoot already in 2019. And then COVID happened. So there's some reshoots we need to do. But it's been wild, I think, especially because due to COVID, um, a lot of our listeners know, like I wasn't working a ton. And then I worked briefly on a couple small things and I was doing that Dungeons and Dragons um, prep in Los Angeles for Paramount, which is now shooting over in Ireland. And they finally cast that one. They have Chris Pine on it and a bunch of other big actors. I know. And we worked with him. I made fun of him. My favorite story ever. (laughs) I've, I've told the story a thousand times. I'm sure that I've probably like you told, told it, it on like the three podcast. Times on the podcast. Yeah. It's just like my pride and joy. Anybody that Pine. wants to know that story has to listen to season one. Yes. How are we not invited? But yeah, so it's uh it's wild to be, you know, full steam ahead on something that's not gonna shut down because of COVID or not, yeah. you know, only a small portion because of COVID or whatever. And it's just Marvel is a beast of an entity as everyone knows and you know they Mm -hmm. kind of kind of went zero to 60 real quick so it's just you know and their biggest priority is security I've never seen anything like it that's the most important thing to them so it creates a lot of extra work with the distribution of things and who Mm -hmm. gets what and who's allowed to have what and who's allowed to have a script, who's allowed to have a schedule, how can they get the script and schedule? Is it a PDF or is it a link? And certain people need Marvel email addresses. We can only store all of our files on the Marvel server. We can't keep work files on our computers. And even like the camera drives have to be like encrypted. Oh my God, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wild and it's great. I think they're onto something obviously, but at the same time, it's like creates a lot more work for the production people, which is me. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, we still have COVID going on. So that's a whole other beast of 
a situation where health and safety has to be involved with everything and everyone has to be tested and vendors have to be tested and you know you can't do anything without like approval from health and safety and everything has to be per the protocols of Disney because Disney owns Marvel so it's a Disney movie at the same time um yeah, yeah it's a lot but a lot. That, that being said it's very exciting it's a great group of people I love the crew that I'm working with and it feels really normal and exciting to be on a show that's yeah. really moving forward and it's a big one and I'm excited I can't wait to tell you guys what it is and talk about it I, oh, should, so I cool. should be able to in a couple months so okay you'll have to tune back I can't in. wait to hear yeah I don't know yet either <laughs> so secret safe with me because I don't have the secret um no it's true and Marvel's like big on that like when I worked on Jessica Jones it never went by the name Jessica Jones it mm-hmm. like m- most shows have an alias anyway right but like Marvel stuff I know they just like only go by their code names and like yeah. I didn't have a script for Jessica Jones when I was working on it Wild. which makes yeah. jobs tougher and you know yeah. yeah it's it's interesting but um we'll see all right. Yeah, well, it's exciting. Good for you. Thanks. I'm excited that production is full steam ahead. Me too. Nick, my boyfriend has been working too. So that's good. Great. Getting a lot of days on some shows that are starting up here in New York. So like it's coming back. Oh, it's booming. I mean, LA is booming. Boston's booming. Atlanta's booming. And I've been turning down jobs left and right. Yes, actually I have too. I haven't worked in the industry in going on three years now and I have gotten like five emails from people asking for accountants wow and I've said no I mean I've said no to everything and I kind of was like damn this would be the year I I know because one of them was like oh it's a three-month shoot and or like a couple months in in Dominican Republic and I was like sounds great put me up baby yeah you'd be like in a resort yeah yeah that's crazy anyway well all right let's jump into our hot topics yeah Mary Kate what is the hot topic you want to talk about this week okay so uh some of you may know some of you may not know I love The Bachelor and we know we know probably (laughs) probably. I talk about it a lot it's usually my fun fact when people are getting to know me it'll be like (laughs) and I love The Bachelor um So as a lot of you who also love The Bachelor probably know, and those of you who don't, um, Colton Underwood, who was The Bachelor a few seasons ago, came out as gay this week. Oh my God. By the time this airs, it'll be last week. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a big deal. And what I will say (laughs) to my own credit and my friends and I's credit is that we called it from like a mile away. The mantra- from he didn't okay I shouldn't say it was obvious but like he had very sensitively at this point like not in a joking way at all he had a lot of baggage that you could tell he was kind of dealing with on his season and on Bachelor Mm -hmm. in Paradise he like really broke down very heavily um when he was trying to decide whether to be with this one girl or not and so there was a lot going on and we kind of he, he was a virgin he was like a known virgin although mm. um 
he didn't, I don't remember him specifically saying it was for like religion. It was just like for wanting to like love somebody and like, that's legit, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But there was amongst, amongst Nick and I anyway, and amongst my friends and I throughout his entire season, we would go Colt and come out. Colton, oh, get out. out. So yeah, you just, we like, you had really the gaydar going, going there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, great for him. So, so happy that he is able to live his truth. He came out on um, Good Morning America in, in an interview with Robin Roberts. And, you know, it was great. So here's my issue. Okay. Um, because there's a lot of talk now of like, Colton should be the first gay bachelor and mm. absolutely there should be a gay bachelor yeah like, I think without so. a doubt without yeah. a doubt but the question is whether or not it should or shouldn't be Colton and so Colton ended up at the end of his season with this girl Cassie and he she had tried to leave during his season he begged her to come back and then he picked her it was a whole thing and then they both got COVID together and it was very public on Instagram, but what happened towards the end of their relationship or at the end of their relationship was that he began to stalk her. What? This was obviously prior to him coming out. Um, he stalked her and he put a tracker on her car. Oh my God. She got a restraining order against him. She, he would like text her. He would text her family. And then he did something even like kookier than that which was that he texted himself from other numbers pretending to be this same stalker oh that's like, wild essentially trying to get her to connect with him over this like mutual false trauma like it was like really really messed up yeah that's bad um, yeah 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 really really bad and so you know, my question, he, he has a Netflix series coming out, a reality series about him coming out. And so I, I don't know, I just have a little bit of hesitation here. And he, he, he said something recently of like, I made mistakes when it comes to the end of my relationship with Cassie. And like, I ruined good things with my bad actions. But like, I get that you were going through something totally, but that mm -hmm. doesn't excuse abusive behavior no and so giving this guy a platform is right. problematic to me yeah I agree I think you know my hot topic is a little bit related to this too but mm -hmm. um it's a frustrating that well did he ever get like I mean, did he get in trouble for the stalking? Is there a restraining she order? She had a restraining order. Yeah. But Which like, are like he didn't... notoriously hard to get. Like you have to have actual proof that somebody's like doing a thing to you. Right. So like it's allegations, but it's like pretty, pretty substantial for her to be able to have gotten a restraining order. So it definitely happened. But see, this is the problem with people, famous people, especially is that like, it will come out that they did something terrible and like, nothing happens to them. They just continue on. Okay. So he probably permanently affected this woman because mm. I'm sure she has PTSD now from it and she's got to live with this. And now, yeah, you're, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, th there's a restraining order against you. So like, don't go near that woman anymore, but like, we're going to give you a television show 
Right. And now you get to be famous. Uh, you know, you get to speak your truth on this show right, and, and right. not, and not have any consequences for what you did in your straight relationship. Yeah. We're going to give you, you know, we're going to give you a pass on your transgressions and we're on top of that going to give you a platform to keep, I don't know, making yourself look better. It's, it's very complicated. And it's we, very, very and we're, yeah. And we're praising you for doing the right thing by coming out. Yeah. The right thing to your, for yourself by coming right. out. So we're praising you and we're saying you're amazing. We respect you and love you for that part. But then what does that mean about the stalking and the bad behavior? Right. It's How do like, we turn a blind eye to it? Like, which is or, what hap- happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely happens all the time. And I, I think everybody loves a comeback story. So there is definitely something to this idea of like green lighting people coming back from, I don't know, whatever bad they've done. If they, you know, I like, I don't know, this is not the same. I was going to say like Demi Lovato and she had her struggles and now she's got all these, you know, her, her documentary and stuff like that. And like, but she, that's her struggle. She didn't like do a thing to hurt to somebody someone else. and get right. a platform. It was like, like you know, to like herself. We, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm confused about like, did, did he suffer any consequences for his actions other than the restraining order? I don't no. know. I don't, I don't think so at this point, but right. I, I could be wrong. And I, but from, from everything that I've read, that was sort of the extent of it was the restraining order. Um, and like, presumably he has done a lot of like work on himself to come to terms with his sexuality and right. be able to come out publicly and and whatever um I, I i as a as a woman feel like one sentence of i made mistakes in my relationship like that's not an apology and that's not enough and like no you dealing with your shit is not enough of an excuse to have done what you did at the same time, like you can approach that person with compassion and say like, well, clearly he was, he was dealing, you know, he was dealing with some, some problems. And he, he, he talked about having, you know, some like self-harm thoughts while he was, you know, being okay with the idea of not waking up because he didn't, he couldn't accept who he was. And I feel somebody for that a thousand percent, you know, no, without doubt. I just don't know that it changes the fact that he stalked his ex-girlfriend and and I feel like there is some like middle ground that we can meet here of like recognizing great for him good I'm so happy he can live his truth Mm -hmm. but we don't need to see him on our screens anymore and we don't need to give him more work right I think that that is true for a lot of people because there are a lot of people in Hollywood who have done shady shit and continue to work and you're like how how are you still working how is some how are networks still giving you a job a platform money like this is actually making me think about Shia LaBeouf because oh oh, did I say his last name wrong Shia LaBeouf um because very recently this would have been my topic if it was a little bit more relevant to the the month but this happened a few months ago um, but he um, 
there's all these allegations about him being abusive physically oh, and emotionally. It's crazy. He His most recent girlfriend, who's a famous actress, came out and talked about their abusive relationship. And he was physically and emotionally abusive to her. Ooh. And, you know, he apologized. Like, it's reminding me of it because he apologized to her. Like, not to her directly, but he made the apology out you know through the press of like oh I'm mm. sorry if like and oh it was it was FKA Twigs was his girlfriend okay um yes. so she sued him for a sexual battery um wow. because he physically abused her and he um uh, in the oh it was the, it was Gail King that she did the interview with and mm. when she did that interview like she talked about how he would manipulate her and like would she would have to touch him and kiss him a certain amount of times per day. And he counted, oh. like he counted oh. the amount of times. And, and if she didn't do it, he would like, she would suffer the consequences somehow, like whether oh he God. physically abused her, or wouldn't talk to her. And like, I think the final straw for her was when they were in some big fight um, and he was driving recklessly and she was alone with him. And they stopped off at a gas station and he like threw her up against the car and was like choking her. And nobody at the gas station did anything. Like they all just like stared and she felt really helpless. And I don't remember how long she had been with him, but she's not the only woman who has come out about him being abusive. Mm. And it reminds me of the bachelor story because even when there was rumors about him being an alcoholic and abusive, he was still making movies. Yeah, And it's like, because he's this big famous actor, he keeps getting these passes. And I don't think anything's happened to him yet, unless I'm out of the loop. Um, I know he's getting sued, but, um, you know, I just feel like if something does happen, it's going to be like swept under the rug or. Well, I mean, like, look at, look at the Chris Brown situation. Like that is probably to me, like the most blatant domestic abuse thing that like comes up all the time when you think about stars who are who have done that which by the way I just did a very quick google search and I found like the top result is a list of 80 plus celebrities who have been charged with domestic abuse 80 plus and like that's crazy Sean Penn Johnny Depp Johnny Depp Emma Roberts the Johnny Depp story is like wild and I like couldn't even begin to follow all of it because like there were claims that he abused her but then like she kind of abused him and I like, know uh, it's crazy like, I don't even know the details enough of it like I couldn't follow it um because it's just wild but like yeah it's it's I w- pervasive I will say I should know because I did, meant to mention this earlier when I was saying nothing happened to Shia he did get fired off of that movie don't worry darling that um olivia wilde is directing oh and i don't know there's a big olivia wilde is you know really anti-abuse and like she's all for like you know not the crazy old school film way she's trying to like move forward from that and she doesn't believe in like the crazy hours or like people treating people shitty and like she's put out a lot of statements about that so that's the one good thing that came of that there is hope she did yeah. fire. She fired him from the movie. I think Harry Styles replaced him. And then I think. there's rumors of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles 
dating, which is spicy and I like it. (laughs) I like Um, that too. Yeah. Yeah. They like went to a wedding together, I think. So I think that's, I think that's nice. Harry seems not toxic to me. Yeah. Um, So I'm interested to see what happens to Shia because he's always been pretty controversial. Yes. Um, Yeah. But my hot topic, which is related to all of this, is Scott Rudin. And mm-hmm. Scott Rudin, if, if for the listeners who don't know, is a major, big time, huge film and Broadway producer yes. uh, in the industry. I think one of the biggest, like Harry H- Harvey Weinstein status, big yep. time. I mean, he has produced like literally everything and he's won Oscars and he's big time. But anyway, yeah. it has just come out this week that he is under the gun for being crazy and abusive. And because of that, he's stepping back from all of his Broadway productions as producer. And That's unbelievable. Um, I mean, it's very believable, but like unbelievable that he's stepping back. Sorry, go ahead. No, it, it's wild. Well, you're in New York, so you must know... Yeah. So, I mean, Scott Rudin, I, when I moved to New York there, so there's a website called entertainmentcareers.net. I know. And yes, exactly. It's very well known. I don't actually think I know anybody who's ever gotten a job off of that website, but Mm -hmm. it exists. And for years, there was a perpetual listing for assistance for Scott Rudin on that website. And it was always up because, and I have had conversations with friends who it's friends of friends who have worked for him, but okay. literally like two couple degrees away, not like friends of friends of friends of friends, but like literally like my friend's friend worked for him. Um, but yeah, they keep those, they kept at the time. Um, so this was probably five years ago or so, maybe six, they would keep those listings up constantly because he went through assistance that fast that they always needed resumes on hand for like the next person who was going to be his assistant. That's wild. Yeah. And he, so the friend of a friend, um, the like horror story of what happened to him was that they, he was in the car with, with Scott Rudin and Scott Rudin was yelling about something. He's like known for being a terrible boss, known for yelling and screaming and saying mean things and whatever. And he like literally kicked him out on a bridge. They were on one of the bridges in New York. I can't remember which one, but Scott Rudin literally pulled the car over to the side of the road while they were on this like heavy traffic New York City bridge and said, get out. And the kid had to get out in the middle of the bridge and like walk through traffic. (laughs) Well, this, the big story that came out in the news this week was in 2012, there was an assistant that he apparently smashed a computer monitor onto his hand because he was mad that he didn't get him a seat, a first class seat on a sold out flight. But yeah, I guess a lot of people are coming out and you know, this isn't, any kind of thing that hasn't happened before right like we're so used to these entertainment people like Harvey Weinstein and all these actors 
being abusive. Now, luckily it's coming out, you know, people are speaking up, but I think every time it's just as shocking because these people have been such prominent figures in the film industry yeah. for so long and they've made such block. I mean, this guy, what he made no country for old men, the social network. So um, many things. I mean, he's literally a producer on like legit everything you watch. He's probably associated with, he's probably producing it. And to kill a mockingbird, right. Was his. One yeah. Of his right big- now he's doing to kill a mockingbird he was doing the revival of the music man mm-hmm. starring hugh jackman and a, they i read that he's doing a bunch of films with a24 yep and he he is like the guy and the the, the thing is is like this is extreme but it's not surprising like it's not or it's extreme but it's not unusual exactly <laughs> yeah it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I, I, I think what's interesting too is like, where do we draw the line? How does it stop? I think this reminds me a lot of the idea of Olivia Wilde firing Shia LaBeouf, which mm-hmm. is like some something I read said like that it hinges on whether Hugh Jackman decides to continue doing the music man with Scott Rudin as to whether Scott Rudin will continue to be successful. So what it takes is somebody of, of, I don't want to say equal status, but of some kind of status speaking out and doing a thing against the abusive person. It takes Olivia Wilde firing Shia LaBeouf it takes Hugh Jackman walking away from a Scott Rudin project to seal the deal for these people at least to some extent and without that like yeah the assistants don't mean as much and that sucks and like the same thing happened with Harvey Weinstein where it took those really famous actors to start to speak out about him and you know it wasn't just I mean he was definitely mostly raping and abusing actresses but yeah but yeah it's that's such a great point that you make because the only way it's getting into the news and into the trades and that people are starting to pay attention is if someone really famous is like bringing it to our attention because Mm -hmm. let's use my personal experience for example I was abused on a movie as ever bullied and abused by a female producer on a movie back in 2019 I spoke out about it to labor relations. It was six months of my life. It was awful. Mm -hmm. This woman is still working. But like if someone famous came out and said, this woman's an an abuser, she would not have a job anymore. And this woman is so notorious for being abusive that I was talking about the film that I was on with her to a transportation coordinator And I didn't even say what her name was. And he knew who I was talking about because he had worked with her before. And he was like, oh, you must be talking about so-and-so because I know exactly who would be doing something like that to their assistant because she had abused all of her assistants. And that is proof. They know that's like, literally, like I knew about Scott Rudin. The minute I moved to New York, yep. it's like a known thing. But they're not, they don't get and, in trouble for it. Oh, and I like literally, who else do you go to? You know, like I could guess right. I could like, unless you're like rich and famous and you can afford to hire a lawyer. 
right. you know, to sue no, them. You go to labor re- yeah, relations. But That's they don't do anything. Do. They, no, they all don't. they do is say, oh, hey, by the way, you, you shouldn't be treating people like that. Carry on. Yep. You know, and Scott Rudin, okay, so he's backing away from his Broadway productions. He publicly apologized. Like you said, like, what the hell is an apology? You've ruined right. people's lives. These people will have permanent issues because of his abuse. Yeah. It's like they're ruining people's lives and they're publicly apologizing. And we we're not sure he might still be actively producing some projects. Like there's no proof yeah. that he's like quitting the industry or gonna, I mean, these people should be like no longer allowed to work in the film industry. Mm-hmm. And you know, what happened to Harvey Weinstein? Like you need to get locked up, go to jail, lose everything. Like you have treated people so terribly. And like this man has been in the industry for how long? 30 years yeah. more. I Decades. mean, absolutely. And like you said, like it's a known thing. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, yeah. Like everyone talked about Harvey Weinstein. Everyone knew that he was. And it's just like we accept it. We accept it. And there's still plenty of producers that I will not name that yeah. we are and directors that we are accepting their behavior and everyone's like oh yeah he he's terrible right and it's like yeah he yeah. is you know it, it really bothers me because we just we just talked about when I was talking about my career how awesome it is to talk and say like oh I work in movies and tv shows and people love the status people think it's so interesting whatever right and the darker side of that is that like you're expected to put up with whatever Mm -hmm. for the sake of the fact that you work in what is supposed to be a glamorous industry. You know that the work is going to be incredibly long hours and whatever. And some of that can't be avoided. A lot of it probably could, but like, it's just unsaid that like, yep, you're probably going to have somebody treat you really poorly at some point if not many points in your career. And yeah, that's what you get for picking to work in entertainment. And that's so fucked up. It's not right. Mm -hmm. There are probably so many people that worked for this guy that walked away from the industry because of him. Yeah. And and yet his career thrives or thrived anyway. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like he got away with it for so long that he is filthy rich. Yeah. And even if he did get arrested, it would be like some kind of situation where he's treated special in jail or, you know, nothing's really going to, he'll get bailed out, like whatever. It's like, it's all status. I mean, that's, it's more of an American problem than anything else, but it's like, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm very excited that more, more is getting exposed these days. Um, and I know it's not just the film and entertainment industry. I'm sure it's happening in many industries. Totally. It's, it's just public here. Yeah. And I guess in a sense, it's an obligation that actors have or famous people have to speak up so that they are protecting everybody else. And I think a lot of actors don't realize that. It's kind of like the same thing where they're like, you need to speak your political view because people listen to you because you're a famous actor. Use your status for good. Yeah. And I feel like, I hope that 
because that's the way it is, which is wrong, but because people listen to them, I hope that, like you said, there are more Olivia Wilds and whoever else to come forward because they're actually saving all these other people from being Mm -hmm. abused and um, I don't know. It's it's crazy, but interesting yeah. too that both of our hot topics are kind of about these I mis- know these people in the film industry like acting a fool, acting I up. Know. And I know. I think like- that I think too there is some like accountability that we can have as like I admire you very much for the fact that you did reach out to labor relations about the situation that you were in mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people don't. No. And like, yes, I, I, I'm a thousand percent in agreement that like celebrities need to use their celebrity for good and to make these changes in the meantime, I think we still have to speak up too and like Mm -hmm. hold these people to as much accountability as we can. Don't be silent about being mistreated and get it on the record not just rumors, like get it on the record with labor relations so that someday when it finally comes back, like the studios have to answer to the fact that, oh yeah, this report was, was made and we did nothing about it. The studios need to be held accountable for the people that they're employing. Like it's, yeah, and, um, it's like a whole nother topic, but you know, that we don't have time for, but yeah, to the point of like, it's a known thing that human resources and labor relations are on the side of the abuser or the person mm-hmm. that's wrong because they need to protect themselves. Yep. They need to protect the studio. So if I went to sue this producer, say I sued that that producer, that would be bad for the studio. Yep. So they need to protect her and not me. And that's all across the board. I know so many people who have gone to HR about not necessarily famous producers, but you know, their boss, like an executive or something mm-hmm. abusive and HR does nothing. People tell you not to go to HR because all they'll do is use it against you. And I mean, talk about a broken system. That's a broken system that they're supposed to be there to help you. And they don't, they literally do not help you. And yeah. it's, it's just, oh my God, it's, it's a whole nother topic, but um, I'm interested to see what, how it plays out for both of these yeah you know yeah I agree maybe next week we'll have some updates on also just to like add this as a viewer you control what gets made your eyeballs on a screen are what drives the money behind making these things Mm -hmm. so if you don't want to see people who are known abusers continue to get work don't watch Colton's show don't watch Scott Rudin's productions. Don't keep funding them. You have control too. People fight like on the business end of things from the back of the industry, like, which is what I want to do. Like we're going to fund the projects that people want to watch. So Mm -hmm. you can vote with your eyeballs. And I highly encourage people to do that. I love it. good how are we not invited hangout i know i've loved it first one let us know what you think we obviously are very passionate about many topics (laughs) um so if you have anything you want to add if you're friends of ours 
just text us or, you know, call us yeah. and be like, Hey, let's talk about this or that. And yeah, we DM us on Instagram. Yeah. And if anyone wants to join us in the hangout session, Oh, would love it. Would love and, that. And, and offer their topic that we can hash out. We will gladly do that too. Definitely. Thank you everyone for hanging out with us in this How Are We Not Invited Hangout. We will be bringing you another amazing guest for episode three. So stay tuned for that. We will tease it on our Instagram as we always do. Yes, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Not Invited Podcast. Reach out to us there and we will see you guys soon. Bye everyone. But seriously, guys, seriously, guys? but seriously, guys, how, how are, are we, we not, not invited? invited?